a girl came in looking for cheap wedding flowers, like mm -hmm. on the fly. And um, so my manager handed me this big pamphlet, like this big binder full of mm -hmm. wedding information on all the questions you need to ask and all the stuff. And so he was like, here you go, you can do it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so having that like sit yeah. down with the bride mm -hmm. and getting excited and talking about like, what we're gonna do for her mm -hmm. wedding was what kind of ignited that, I think. So mm -hmm. I had this entire like trade style crash course on how mm -hmm. to have a wedding consultation and that's kind of where it started, I think. Welcome back to Sustaining Craft. This is the podcast all about the stories of those in a creative industry or business. And we're trying a new format. I'm Elizabeth Silverstein. I'm a writer um, in Little Rock area currently. And I have with me today, Hannah Allen, soon to be Anderson of <laughs> Pedal to the Metal Floristry. Thank you. How Thanks for you? having me. So. I'm good. I just made a, an arrangement for a funeral for a guy who is uh, a veteran. Mm -hmm. It's actually for a really close friend from high school. Okay. So I'm going to see her and we're going to probably have lunch later. Oh, that will be a, something good. Yeah. The it's the best part of my job, I think. Connecting with people. Yeah. Awesome. Well, talk to me a little bit about where you grew up. You are, you're from the Little Rock oh, area? I just grew up about 20 minutes down yonder. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I uh, grew up in Sherwood. I went to North Little Rock High School. Mm -hmm. Well, graduated from there. But before that, I was in private school for about 10 years. Okay. And um, I was always really artsy and kind of out there and weird. And I thought farts were funny. And <laughs> so um, I was kind of outcast for a while. But mm -hmm. um, I went to college for music. Well, I went to Henderson for music performance on bassoon, but learned really quick that there was like absolutely no money in that. <laughs> so I had a mental breakdown and dropped out. Okay. And then the flower industry just kind of found me. All right, well, then let's talk about that for a minute. So how did it find you? What was that first step? Well, my mom journey? didn't want me to wait tables anymore. <laughs> so a, a friend through church mm -hmm. was working at a flower shop and got me a job just being a, cash, a, a customer service gal, mm -hmm. which I'm great at. And mm -hmm. so I was like, sure. And I had no intention of touching flowers whatsoever until the head florist, uh, Marie, mm -hmm. uh, okay. she said she got really overwhelmed one day and she's like come on over and she was like drilling me on the flowers on what's what I had to label them she taught me all the basic arrangements that I needed to know mm -hmm. and then from there I she ended up getting transferred and so I became head designer for about two years mm -hmm. and then I just started I just went rogue and did my own thing wow. <laughs> um, and what about so you, you, you didn't want to touch flowers um, you, you didn't have an intention of doing that when you first started, right? You were Only because my manager was just like, this is your job, don't expect much. And I was like, yeah, yeah sure, fine. Like, mm -hmm. I, I was young and dumb, so I was mm -hmm. like, I'll just do whatever. Just mm -hmm. give me a paycheck. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. And so from that process of, you know, I'm just I'm here to work. All right, now I'm learning about flowers and touching them. What kind of ignited that passion? Because you don't start a business you know, because you're, you're just like, I guess this is fine. You're right. Like, you're passionate about it. Well, a girl came in looking for cheap wedding flowers, like mm -hmm. on the fly. And um, so my manager handed me this big pamphlet, like this big binder full of mm -hmm. wedding information on all the questions you need to ask and all the stuff. And so he was like, here you go. You can do it. And I was like, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so having that like sit yeah. down with the bride and getting mm -hmm. excited and talking about like what we're going to do for her mm -hmm. wedding was what kind of ignited that, I think. So mm -hmm. I had this entire like trade style crash course on how mm -hmm. to have a wedding consultation. And that's kind of where it started, I think. Oh, wow. It was the wedding stuff. Yeah. And it's also about um, what I'm hearing is that common theme of it's about the relationship and hearing yeah. the story, right? It's not just your flowers goodbye but who are you right and that's kind of what I like to put in my flower arrangements like the more I know you the better it's gonna be mm -hmm. and that's why I like to meet with my clients face to face mm -hmm. and like get to know them and their kind of just their vibe you mm -hmm. know and it really helps because there's so many different styles of wedding flowers and um, I don't want to do what everybody else does yeah, yeah. Okay. what are some of those things that make you a little bit different so let's talk about the florist in industry in general so there's there's kind of some rules and some there's so many guidelines there's guidelines yeah. to it you're you have there's, these living things there are recipes there's mm -hmm. a rhyme and a reason for every single amount like mm -hmm. every single stem is accounted for um, I I've been in the industry for over three years working mm -hmm. for other people so I, mm -hmm. I learned their systems through you know Teleflora and the TLF system so um, I think since I have a good grasp on the rules, like my mom always said when I was growing up, she said you have to learn the rules before you can break them. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just kind of winging it and doing whatever the now hell you're I breaking want. Breaking all the rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the the word recipe is yes. fascinating to me because oh. um, when you typically think of a recipe, it's like in a cookbook, right? It's not like yeah. flowers. Yeah. So, so talk to me a little bit about that. What well, does that mean? I'll just tell you. You got mm -hmm. your four roses. You got your five zinnias, you got your 10 belladonna, and you mm -hmm. got your greenery. Mm -hmm. You start with your greenery and you make your base. Mm -hmm. And then you do your uh, main florals. Well, I mean, this is just my recipe that, mm -hmm. that I've just been, it could be any, it, mm -hmm. there's t so many ways to skin a cat. Yeah. But <laughs> I like to do my big blooms first and then my filler and then the extra fun stuff mm -hmm. and just kind of go from there. And then it depends on what style you're making. Like this is a spray style arrangement. So all the good stuff is happening up front, but there's oh. nothing going on in the back. Oh, it's yeah. like, it's mm -hmm. just like a wall. Mm -hmm. But otherwise you're making like a 360 arrangement. You're making something that goes against a buffet. You're making blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So there, it's an, it's, I think that's why I do a good, it fits my style of work, I guess, because it's all like off the cuff. It's all, it's very, it is constant moving parts, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. And with the recipe, it's just, I've memorized and drilled it into my head enough to where I know the steps I have to take. It's just like cooking, you know, you know your basic ingredients you need, and then you just go from there. And you get faster at it the more you do it. Exactly. And you try different things, and you realize, oh, all of that. That is really cool, and um, and it's an art form. So when you look at this, this is beautiful, and there's colors in it, and there's composition. That's art. Um, so it's really cool to see when you talk about your own recipe. That's something that's your style, right? That you've created and you come up with. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, it's really not like it's nothing mm -hmm. uh, original. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing it from my hand. It's just coming mm -hmm. from my hands mm -hmm. rather than an assembly line style mm -hmm. work, you know, like yeah. a lot of big florists, there's like assembly line work and there's no soul in it. And mm -hmm. they just drop the greenery, drop the flowers and then mm -hmm. move it along its way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I get it. It's cool. But like people are paying me good money to do like flowers are not cheap. It's right. a, it's considered a luxury item for a reason. Yeah. And so I try to make it affordable and 
quality with quantity. Like, mm -hmm. why not have both? You don't have to choose quantity or quality. You can mm -hmm. have both. Right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thanks. And if someone else had done the same thing, it would look different. Like, it would be different. Yeah, like, someone could definitely replicate this mm -hmm. with the same recipe that I used for how I arranged it, mm -hmm. but it would definitely look different depending mm -hmm. on their style. Yeah. I'm just going to pop it. I might cut this part off. I'm like, we're still recording. Okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll keep it in. Maybe we'll cut it out. Mm -hmm. uh, that's New new uh, art form for me. We see each other. Oh, how are we looking? Um, <laughs> so you you've worked for some other people. You're, you're kind of learning the tools of the trade. Um, what made you decide to come up with pedals the metal first? And, and so how did that start? And how did you come up with the name? Well, I started with a Hannah Allen flower gal, okay. just mm -hmm. because I needed to have a name out there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that works. Cause I was the best floral girl, flower girl in all my mom's friends weddings. Mm -hmm. And I took my job very seriously. <laughs> and I guess that's kind of where my, my obsession with weddings kind of stemmed from. Mm -hmm. I can, I can say sorry to all my ex-boyfriends for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but now you found the but right one. I figured one. it out. I just needed the right, the yes. right avenue. <laughs> yes. And the right person. Right? Yeah. No, I'm good. So everything yeah. worked out. Yeah. But, um, what was I saying? Oh, um, you started it. Oh, I started as flower gal. Mm -hmm. And then um, I was just making like an Instagram post one day and I was just like, everything's going so fast. It's pedal to the metal. Mm -hmm. And I, it just clicked in my head. I was like, mm -hmm. that's the best pun of all time for mm -hmm. a flower business. So and a, then I went on Instagram to make change my handle. And like, there's so many pedal to the metals already. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll take, I'll deal. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. But so that's why I put the little AR at the mm -hmm. end of it. So that way it's it's localized yes you're the only arkansas pedal to the metal. and i don't blame everybody <laughs> yeah. else like it's a good one but yeah. i might copyright copyright it one day but mm -hmm. we'll see yeah, yeah. little baby steps yeah and my silent partner yeah. Lacey, she mm -hmm. also just absolutely loves that name mm -hmm. because we're all like rock and roll you know yeah. like my flowers might not necessarily be like on brand but mm -hmm. that's it's because it's not my art it's for someone else mm -hmm. you know like i'm not gonna make a, a spray for a veteran rock and roll and black you know mm -hmm. but you can always ask and mm -hmm. I'll be happy to mm -hmm. and you've done some projects like that I've noticed you did was it for a Halloween display you did uh, like I think it was like black roses on a is that something you did um the black rose arrangement I've done a couple actually um I did one in a like a red vase for Kyle Arkansas okay. from her his wife Jenna mm -hmm. she asked for it so I just love the idea of like <laughs> girlfriends getting their boyfriends flowers but um and then I did an a installation piece for Mutants and Monsters mm -hmm. with Chris Terry. Oh, that's, I think that was the one. I yeah, I did that over at Vino's. And yeah, that was really fun. That, yeah. was, that was just like from my heart to the community. Mm -hmm. so. And you do a couple of different products. So you have the floral arrangements, you do holidays, and then you've also done some really cool installations too. Thanks. You've done like the, um, I'm probably forgetting the name of it, but there, was it when it, the, the arch? The arch? Yeah. Is? Okay. Yeah, so you've done a couple of that, and that's what yeah, you did. Yeah, they're my for, favorite. Okay, that was really cool. And there was one wedding where you incorporated, I saw that it was like desert themed, so there were some skulls, and you did an arch. Yes, that was my best friend's wedding okay. with a skull. Um, that was probably my best work ever. It was very beautiful. Thank you. And there were some giant, varying giant pieces that you did. It was like, it was... Yeah, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> I was up till four in the morning the day before, and oh, four in the morning wow. that night, <laughs> clean it up. It was oh, crazy. Wow. <laughs> but that was so fun. I did like... There were two giant uh, fireplaces, mm -hmm. and so I just threw two giant bowls of 
flowers into them and then with the skulls like she had the skulls already so mm -hmm. I was like working on the one that was like the ceremony site and I was halfway done she's like can you like just throw this skull up there I was like hell yeah <laughs> and then it just made it everything and so mm -hmm. yeah that was that was one for the books but yeah, it was a neat. It's been neat following you on Instagram too, because it's Thank very you. engaging and you're very personable. Thank you. Oh my god. In it. So I really enjoy it, and that was another reason why I wanted to chat a little bit more. Um, but the reason I, you know, we met was through Katie Rains, a graphic designer. Yeah, she did my work. logo. Yeah, she did a great job. We'll Thanks. make sure we I get that up so people can see that she did that, and then she also has Art on the Rocks. Yeah. You know, every third Thursday at Fassler. That's. that's the only thing that my fiance and I like to get out of the house to do oh, like really? in public like we don't go to shows we don't go out anymore mm -hmm. but we'll go to drink and draw yeah that shit's fun yeah and it's so low pressure and low key mm -hmm. and it's not a massive amount of people which I, I always enjoy um, but then when we talked because I interviewed you for an article in local magazine and it was just I interviewed um, three different people one other florist and it was it's so interesting um, to capture that personality and kind of hear that and that, that is the cat getting into, <laughs> like, so the noise is, uh, there's a curious He'll calm cat. down. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> He's, uh, he has to explore now that the, the fuss has died down. Yeah. Uh, he's very cute. Um, so it was, it was interesting in that interview, too, to, to hear some of your story and Thanks. get some of your personality. Thank you. But what are, um, as you were building your business, too, what were some of the things that you learned or some of the, maybe some of the challenges about that, too? I think it was all just trial and error because mm -hmm. I'm really, I'm personally have a problem just asking for help. Mm -hmm. So I think the first five years of everything was me literally just like writing down the information and then just mm -hmm. showing up, mm -hmm. you know, and like, I'll just, I, I knew already kind of what I needed to accomplish. So that's cool. But like then, like, as you can see on my desk, like it, paperwork started stacking up yeah. and like I had to get more and more organized. So mm -hmm. this whole year has been this past year, like I got my LLC in February mm -hmm. and I got everything like for real, for real this year. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, it's taking this freaking long to like yeah. get here. Yeah. But my uh, personal friend, uh, Sue Lauren Wilson of Sue Lo Sully Business Bu Su Sully Wilson Business Building, mm -hmm. Um, she just started her own business helping other people build their businesses and so she got me on QuickBooks She got me like set up on the computer, which mm -hmm. is my weak point like mm -hmm. I have no computer skills whatsoever so she really helped me just get from she just it, Getting past that threshold makes me feel so much more organized and like real as a business mm -hmm. Rather than just an, just some wacky artist working in her mm -hmm. master bedroom yeah, because it, and one of the reasons I like to do this series too is it almost seems counterintuitive to be a creative and to work from the from the soul. Yeah, and, and that's what passionate. she says. It's like really hard. Like sh mm -hmm. uh, as an artist, we shouldn't have to be worrying so much about mm -hmm. all these crazy yes, like learning side. how to mm -hmm. have a business. You know, like I took a business class in college, but like what the hell does that do? You yeah. Know? And so she's been really helpful, making sure that I learn gradually, like mm -hmm. through everything, and it's just been a total godsend. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So even had little baby steps, you know, to baby get where steps. you are. Exactly. Yeah. So when you first started as uh, Hannah Allen Flower Gal, that was last year? In I think so, yeah. Okay, 2018. Yeah. And then this year, it's like official, pedal to the metal, like you have your LLC, and like it's an actual official I'm, business. I'm real, I'm paying taxes. Whoa. Like, <laughs> there's math involved. <laughs> Numbers. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. And it's... Um, 
I found personally that it's such a growing process too to go through those things and make your mistakes and you know just get every little little pieces and I think sometimes the temptation is like all right I have to have all my ducks in a row right away and yeah yeah you don't have to do it like that that's another thing too that I kind of have learned over time is like a lot of people want to rush me Mm -hmm. on things and like well you should be at this point you should get a flower truck you should have a a business shop like a like a retail shop Mm -hmm. and I don't want any of those things like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take my time like I I have to remember that certain things take time and mm-hmm. there's no point in rushing it if I, like, I, I Rome wasn't built in a day. No. So I've, like, got my 10-year plan. I've got my year plan from now. Mm-hmm. Like, I am not trying, I'm not stressing out over how many brides I have already for next year. You know, like, mm-hmm. it comes, I know it comes with time. Yeah. So I just have to be patient. And right now I'm I'm in my, like, soft and chill phase and mm-hmm. I'm, it's like the eye before the storm of mm-hmm. autumn yeah. and October and All the Christmas coming up yeah. it's coming <laughs> I can feel it in the air today <laughs> so I just am trying really hard to make sure that like I, you know it's like a millennial thing I guess yeah. too is like when you're slow and you're broke and you're poor mm-hmm. it's easy to just like panic and stress out and just yes. I've I've already had those moments where I'm like yeah. maybe I should just go back to waiting tables but I just gotta be patient and just chill and be a starving artist for a second Mm -hmm. and it and it comes in waves that's how it is at like actual floral shops and stuff too it's like everybody's slow right now and everybody's gonna pick up in less than two weeks like it'll come ours outside start dying and they're not as readily available right then I will be out there (laughs) I'll get it all it is your time (laughs) exactly well and um I had a question and I just I lost it but um, so you're you're developing things. What are, what is a what's a failure lesson that you were able to to take and kind of adjust from there? Oh, I do remember what I was going to say before you answer that question. Mm-hmm. Um, your journey is different than everybody else's journey too. You Thank know, you. and and that's important to embrace. And that's why I love doing the podcast because we kind of we I think so often we try to look at other things. Well, they did it like this. Yeah. And their steps were just like this. And that's where people's well-meaning advice comes in, right? Well, yeah. you got to do this now. Totally. So just because that worked for that person, right, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Right. And at the end of the day, if it doesn't work for you, you still have to suffer the consequences, right? So it's like, it's well-meaning, but it's like, right, it's, yeah. it's your journey. I say thanks, but yeah. in my head, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And that's very diplomatic, and that's where your customer service exactly. training comes in. <laughs> yeah, it's, <sighs> <Bridezilla is> man. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Get me. <laughs> oh, it's just one day. It's just one <laughs> day. It's just one day. Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> I'm sure you handle it really well. I do. Yeah. <laughs> And flowers help when you have something beautiful. You exactly. Know, that helps too. Um, but tell me about, what's a failure that you experienced that... I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. So, I, my biggest thing that I have an issue with, meow, um, <laughs> is not being able to charge properly. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to raise my prices. I know mm-hmm. how much I need to be charging, but mm-hmm. I'm too nice sometimes. Right. And I just want to help. Because you care. I care. Mm -hmm. But I had this one wedding this past year. Mm -hmm. I won't tell you who. But they paid me correctly. Mm -hmm. And I was so appreciative. Mm -hmm. But the flowers died. Like the good ones. Mm -hmm. And it just was subpar. And it was... It, it was a, dis, a long distance traveling kind of wedding so mm-hmm. like I transporting the flowers is a whole other part of the issue too mm-hmm. it's like you gotta 
but the best flowers that were really expensive and they were so pretty and unique they straight up just like fell apart Aww. and it was because I ordered them too early and I was like oh I'll just take care of them they'll, they'll I'll keep them refrigerated I'll do this and mm -hmm. I, I fucked up and mm -hmm. so I mean she was happy she was so cool about it she didn't even notice like she was just ha enjoying her day mm -hmm. and that's like the best kind of bride to have like she was mm -hmm. just like a plus bride no stress whatsoever just happy to be there and so she she had no problem with it but I saw right. what was wrong you know because like that was her money that I put towards that you know and then it just went to waste but that's also the name of the game that I have to learn is like flowers freaking die you know mm -hmm. so I'm over it it's all cool like she's cool with it the pictures turned out great so mm -hmm. it's it really wasn't even a failure but I'll always feel like it was yeah. a failure to me yeah because you have a certain standard yeah. and it didn't meet that standard. Exactly, and they paid me right. So I was just like, I needed to live up to that expectation. But like, even when I have a bride that's struggling and I give her like the bare minimum, I'm totally fine. Like I'll still pull out something just as great if she paid me double, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know, it just, yeah. I'm an artist, so I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna look at it till I hate it. So. Right, yes, and then you'll put it away and then you'll pull it out in two weeks and you'll love it again. Yeah, it's you know. back and forth. It's yeah, it's just hard. it's hard being crazy. Yeah, but now I, I look back I look back at her yeah. wedding pictures. And I'm like, oh god, those flowers! Oh. And like they could have. It, but what can yeah. you do? You yeah. know. Yeah. That's another thing too that I learned is like every single place that I order flowers from, there's a chance that the flowers are going to be dead when mm -hmm. they get there. Like if I special order something it's gonna be dead mm -hmm. and I just have to deal with it um, at first I got really mad about it like a long time ago but then it just became a reoccurring thing I was like well I guess I just can't trust anybody and then I was like on oh, my period or something I guess because I got really like enraged about it and I just like was bitching about it but then I was like you know what they're just flowers yeah. like they're supposed to die it's not life or death it's mm -hmm. just a decoration like mm -hmm. every the world will be okay if these flowers don't make it and they, there's a, a clock ticking, right? As soon as you cut them. It's like 11th hour work. Okay. That's mm -hmm. another reason I think I'm really good at it because mm -hmm. I'm, I, if I learned anything in college, it's procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm really good at it. So, and I mean, there's nothing really I can do except the paperwork and like make sure mm -hmm. I'm prepped then, because everything else happens within three days. Like I give yeah. myself three days for each wedding. Mm -hmm. And the first day is prep, making sure everything is on schedule to be ordered, mm -hmm. paperwork is ready, tags are ready to go, like to be put on everything, boxes are there, mm -hmm. buckets are clean. Then I get the flowers that morning on the second day, prep the flowers, take all the greenery off, make sure they're ready to just be like put together. Mm -hmm. And then usually I try to make everything the night before by the night before and then I save the bride's bouquet for the day of okay. so that way I'm able to wake up in the morning have my coffee have this pretty natural morning light mm -hmm. and then I get really high <laughs> drink my coffee put on some black sabbath or some mm -hmm. music i sage everything like i make it really really special mm -hmm. for me because mm -hmm. that's when i make my best work is yeah. when i'm in my artistic zone mm -hmm. like I just completely disregard anything that has to do with business mm -hmm. I just make flowers and mm -hmm. then I deliver it and I give it to someone who's having the best day of their life mm -hmm. so that's what I try to focus on and like make sure that there is many good feelings and love put into the flowers as possible mm -hmm. yeah. that's really nice. thanks I think mm -hmm. so too that you're, and that's kind of your recipe for work right you have a recipe for flowers you have a recipe for work well, Hannah, what are some of your goals looking forward? What do you want Pedals to the Metal to become? 
Well, long dis, uh, what is it? Long term mm-hmm. picture. Um, I would love to have land, like mm-hmm. a, a lot of acreage, have a flower farm slash wedding venue. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some girlfriends that we have some plans in the works uh, to go into business together. And uh, Lacey, she wants to be the flower farmer and do the paperwork and the math, which she's amazing at. I'll focus on customer service. Like she doesn't want to talk to anybody. Girl, let me talk to him. <laughs> I will talk to everybody. Like, And then I'll have my home. I'll be able to work from home, have my kids go to work, picking weeds. <laughs> have a whole bunch of them. <laughs> exactly. And then like have just like this whole one-stop shop for a wedding and then have it priced properly. Mm-hmm. So that way, and also it's, I, you know, there's so many venues where you have to be out by a certain time and there's no alcohol allowed. Like I want to be able to have that venue where you can have as many people as you want and be able to drink and go crazy and uh, be also affordable, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, finding that kind of that uh, the right recipe for that even. Like, what does that look like and how do you make it work? Yeah, I'd love mm-hmm. to just have like a separate like barn-ish shed mm-hmm. that could be my workshop mm-hmm. and have like work tables to be able to have uh, cl- classes and sessions and maybe even have like bridal DIY parties where they could just, and even maybe have like a bridal suite, like extra house where yeah. the wedding party could stay in or the girls could stay in for the night. They can make their own bouquets, Aww. you know, just make it very welcoming to whoever rents it out. And then I can have love in my house the rest of my life, yeah. you know, and just like stay home forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're an introvert. Huh? <laughs> I want to be, I really want to be, I just like being home, you yeah. know, Thinking as like, you know, my mom got to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And so early on, I realized I'm not going to get to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And I really want to be a mom, if anything. So if I'm going to have to work and I want to be a mom and I want to be there for my child, then I think I'm just trying to think of ways that I could do both, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So being able to work from home and then have my hands on flowers all the time, that's just the dream. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'll just move to Puerto Rico. There you go. <laughs> so you have a couple of different plans. Can yeah. Puerto I mean, Rico, not a bad plan. That's another thing, too. I learned a hard yeah. lesson I learned in college when I dropped out was, um, I, I mean, I had it in my head like it was rock-solid plan that I was going to go to New York, I was going to be in Juilliard, I was going to travel Europe and play music, but I just straight up said, never mind, so obviously nothing is written in stone if I think it is, Mm -hmm. so all of this could go to shit tomorrow, and I'm, I'll be okay with it, I'll be fine, you know, there's, I have plenty of avenues, and like, I don't think flowers is the only thing that I have for myself to express myself through. Mm-hmm. So like I'll be if my hands get broken tomorrow, I'll be okay. I'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. And that's also an amazing characteristic I think that is very undervalued that idea of starting over because each time you have to Girl, start over. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Everybody I've has to start time. over. You have to. And it's when, hard though. Yes, and when you when you hold on something on to something so tightly, that's when it kind of, you crush it in Exactly. Your hands, right? And that's what I did with music. Mm-hmm. I t- straight up crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. as many times as I've started over, I you know, like I've counted like, mm-hmm. "Oh, great. I'm back at my mom and dad's house." Like right. or having to start a new career, go back to school. I've gone back mm-hmm. to school like 3 times. Mm-hmm. I got my degree though. Yeah, <laughs> finally. <laughs> but it it sucks. It's yeah. starting over. It does. And so at one at this point now, like thinking, I guess it's a little nihilistic of me to just be like, eh, if it goes to shit, eh, it'll happen. If I die tomorrow, eh, eh, it happens. 
Yeah, I think though, and and it kind of reminded me of something you said earlier too of, um, you know, being okay with being a starving artist as well, because there's something that happens to when I call it being hungry. You've met hungry people. You've been hungry, and not necessarily. It's not always like actually starving, but even though that could be part of it. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, it's this. It's a desperate energy that you're sending out into the world. Yeah. Um, and then people don't respond well to it because we can all feel it. We can feel energy. Yep. <laughs> especially as empaths, we can feel it, and we know. Um, so I've worked really hard on not living as though I'm hungry, even if I am, because when it's meant to be, when something's meant to come, it'll come. And if it's not, I need to let it go. So yeah. that's that, that really beautiful, like open-handed philosophy. It was what, what you're saying, basically, like, I'll be okay if this goes away, or I'll be okay if this happens. Yeah, I'll have to be okay with it. Yeah. So, I mean, I've already thought about it because, you know, Jordan works out of state all the time. Mm-hmm. So I keep telling him all the time, I'm like, you just let me know. We'll sell everything and just move to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. It can happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. every, anything is possible. It is. <laughs> and, that, and it doesn't erase everything you've built up to this point Mm-mm. or how you've grown as a person. Yeah, like if you see or, celebrities, you yeah. know, they start, They everybody starts somewhere yeah. and their careers change and flow mm-hmm. and they stop acting and they become philanthropists. Like, yeah. why can't I just stop working and become a philanthropist? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I'm talking yeah, about what it. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Because, and it's also, whatever you're going to do, even with broken hands, you're going to work hard and yeah. you're going to care. you got to do something. Yes, and I think that's the most important thing because yeah. life is just about growing. And I'm know? so young still. Yeah. So, I mean, for as many careers and different things that I've already tried, yeah. um, there, there can only be so many other things that, I have left to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my tarot cards read at oh. a Renaissance festival in Kansas once, mm-hmm. and I was really, it was my first time, mm-hmm. and I was really skeptical, and she, I asked her, like, about my past lives, mm-hmm. and she blew me away, because, I mean, if she said this to everybody, that I feel like everybody would probably try a little bit better in, in life, because she could say this to everybody, right. but she told me, in my past lives, I was either someone of real importance in the church or real importance money-wise. So I was like either a really high up politician or a banker or I was like a pope or someone in the church, you know. Mm-hmm. And then in my last life, I fit, I learned how to do both and make them uh, balance each other, mm-hmm. making money and being spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so now in this life, uh, is my free ride. She said it in that way mm-hmm. where it was like I can do whatever I want. And I can be whoever I want. I can, I and I have been. I've been lucky enough to be born in the United States, in a family that is middle class. With I've been taken care of. I went to private school. I had a good education. I've been able to do whatever I want to do with my life. And so, and then with flowers, it just like absolutely. I cried because it just like makes sense. Is like flowers are. I'm able to make art and a living and feed myself at the same time. Mm-hmm. So this is the best gig in the whole world. Mm-hmm. And I I love it, I love it so much, and I just, it would be terrifying to lose. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm really glad that it's happening. Yeah. One day at a time. Right? Yeah, exactly, all everything, all it's time. just, I'm living one day at a time. Yeah. Well, Hannah, that was all the questions I had. Was there anything else you wanted to add? Well, how are you doing? <laughs> Hanging in there. <laughs> One day at a time. All my my own advice is, you know, what I'm, I'm hold on to, but I'm doing okay. Um, yeah, it's just been it's been a it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy life. Yeah, <laughs> crazy past two years, but yeah, one day at a time, and really learning all those things of just you know open handed 
methodology of you know anything could disappear in an instant um, and you can work so hard for something and it's just gone but that's not really the point of life right the point of life is you're growing and you're on this journey and um, you have to take each day as it comes and the more you hold on to stuff the more you destroy it and the more you can kind of just dwell yeah yeah and just live yeah just live and, and grow and you know take the things as they can I Bloom. wish yeah <laughs> I, I wish I could stop bad things from happening but I can't um so it's just all right yeah I'm one one moment at a time <laughs> love it yeah you know I learned in Dale Carnegie uh sometimes you just have to live in day day tight compartments because mm-hmm. I'm a compartmentalizer like mm-hmm. everything has to be compartmentalized and so when he said that in his book it was like oh I, I can just live in day tight compartments. Sometimes mm-hmm. I've lived in hour tight compartments mm-hmm. and that's fine. As long as you are aware of it and conscientious about where you're at, you'll be fine. Right. Yeah. 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 You can't fight, can't fight the growth. I think exactly. Some people try, but the only constant is change. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Things happen. Well, Hannah, do you have advice for someone else? Maybe they're starting out. Maybe they really want to pursue something uh, that's creative. What would you tell that person? Well, first of all, yes, do it. (laughs) I'd support it. Live your best life. Mm -hmm. Um, Get a client first. Figure it out. Like, let them know. I feel like being completely transparent about Mm -hmm where you are about mm-hmm. something helps so much. My first two years of brides were so gracious and mm-hmm. so good to me just because they're like, they just wanted to support me. Yeah. And they're also like me, you know, broke gals just mm-hmm. trying to have a great wedding and mm-hmm. feel good, but also it not suck and be overly expensive. And I don't want to break their bank, you know? Mm-hmm. So just being transparent, saying like, I'm just starting. Um, can you be my guinea pig? You know, something like, yeah, just be honest. Maybe. Honesty has gotten me as far as I've gotten mm-hmm. now because there's no shame in starting mm-hmm. and beginning. Like, that's what I think is a problem with millennials now, too, is, like, you have to be good at it immediately yeah. in order for it to be valid. It's like, yeah. you can start at any point in time in your life. Just start. Just do it. Okay. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be bad for a while. <laughs> And that's okay. Yes, yeah, and it's fine. Oh my God, you should have seen the pictures of my first few weddings. Like, I look back and I just laugh because Mm -hmm. I remember exactly where my brain was and what Mm -hmm. I was thinking while I was making a mistake. And I didn't realize it was a mistake until I saw and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I put the hydrangea underneath this and it would look, it just... Mm -hmm. But then it's, then you didn't make that mistake again or it was slightly different. It was like baby's first flower arrangement. And now you're 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 not making those mistakes, so it's all. I mean, maybe um, I am. Who cares, though? Honestly, mistakes. like yeah. it, art is art yeah. is subjective. It is subjective, and I that's another thing too. Is like I can do whatever the hell I want with flowers because mm-hmm. it's so subjective. Yeah. There's so much bullshit on Instagram too. It's like people don't know what's really good and what's really not. Oh, no. You know, it's yeah. all about if it stands the test of time. If you can shake it and it not fall out, like mm-hmm. if it can stand up on its own. Yeah. And there are the technical aspects too. There's technical so, aspects that people don't even realize. Yeah, knowing the rules and then being able to be break able them, to break them. Yeah, that's the creative aspect. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Hannah, it's been such a delight. This has been lovely. This has been wonderful. Thanks for coming. Yes. Thanks for sharing your story with me. 
Um, and this has been Sustaining Craft with Elizabeth Silverstein and my special guest today, Hannah Allen, soon to be Anderson. Can't wait to see the photos at your wedding. Thanks! And a little shout out to Jim Chiago of Nomad Neighbors. Catch him on Spotify and I believe iTunes and also playing around with Denver. He has provided uh, the music for the podcast. Nice. Great. Um, thanks again, Hannah. Thank you. Yeah.